Welcome to another Alberta Health Services COVID-19 podcast. In this episode, Provincial Medical Director Addiction and Mental Health, Dr. Nicholas Mitchell, answers some important questions to help support you and your family's mental health and emotional well-being during the outbreak. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Mitchell. How about we start off with what's really important for Albertans to keep in mind right now? I think it's important for people to remember that stress during a time of uncertainty or crisis is, is normal. People are going to feel with this degree of change maybe a little uh, off kilter, they'll lose their equilibrium. And that's okay, that's normal. I think one of the challenges in a time like this is with the speed that messages are coming at us and the many different ways we could be hearing information, um, that we want to not get overwhelmed. And so it's important to have good trusted sources of information. I'd always recommend people check out the Alberta Health and Alberta Health Services website as the, the first points of information on COVID. Um, as well as things like self-care. There are good sources of information out there and it's important that the information we're taking in is, is good quality. So we know this is a stressful time and everyone handles stress in different ways. What should people be aware of and do you have any suggestions on what they can do to help themselves? Well, I think the first thing to remember is that a certain degree of stress is normal. So that's, that's okay. Um, that's an appropriate response to change. Um, that being said, you know, you want to make sure you're not doing things that are increasing your stress and you want to do what you can to cope with your stress. So to not increase your stress, um, particularly, you know, as so much information is, is flowing around, try to find times to take in information from good sources. Um, one of the risks is being inundated with too much information. Maybe set a couple of times a day where you're going to check trusted websites to get the, the best updates and, and best uh, new information. Uh, I think one of the other things that you need to consider in a time like this is um, what are the coping strategies that you can use to, to deal with stress? So um, particularly when there's so much uncertainty, what are the relationships we have that we, we reach out to for support, whether that's family or friends? Um, reaching out to our loved ones and talking to them about how we feel is normal and appropriate. Any advice for parents and caregivers as they help support their loved ones through this? Sure. So if you're a parent or caregiver to someone who um, is taking in for information, um, particularly younger children, it's important to check in with them and see how they feel. Um, asking questions is usually a good way to start. Understanding what do they already know or what, what information do they have um, that might be making them feel how they feel is a good place to start as opposed to telling them things. And once you know where they're at, uh, once you know what they're worried about, then you can respond to those concerns appropriately. For parents, it's important that we don't minimize our kids' concerns. They're, they're aware of what's going on. Their routines have changed. Their lives have changed just like ours have. And it's important that we acknowledge that and help them to recognize that their response is normal too. And then going beyond that, helping them to figure out what new routines look like. Um, particularly for younger children, routines give them a sense of security and assurance. And so if kids are going to be away from um, caregivers, day homes, if they're going to be away from school for a time, establishing new routines that, that allow predictability and um, give them a sense that, um, that they know what to expect can help them to manage anxiety. On the topic of children, what kind of advice can you provide to help parents and guardians talk to kids about what's going on? So I think it's important, depending on the age of your kids, to really tailor the messaging to what they can understand. And that's why it's important to start by asking questions and, and know what their concerns are. Uh, what a, a six-year-old can understand about this situation is very different than what a 16-year-old will understand. And what they're concerned about will probably be different as well. Um, 
once you, you, you talk to them and hear what their concerns are, responding to them and explaining to them in a way that um, will be appropriate for their age, language they can understand, an amount of information that they can digest is important, and then checking in with them to see what did they take from that, um, making it more of a conversation, correcting any misinformation, so understanding what they believe and then helping them to understand what the facts are is very important. So we have asked Albertans to stop doing a lot of things they normally do. Activities and daily routines are changing. How do people cope with change and loss as we are temporarily asked to live a quote-unquote new normal? We have been asked to change the way we do things. Uh, social distancing and self-isolation are things that aren't normal for us and it changes the way that we interact with other people. So uh, it's important that we follow the recommendations that we've been given around um, particularly those who are showing signs of illness, isolating. Um, explaining this to, to our kids and our loved ones, why we're doing things differently is important. Understanding um, why we're doing these things to help limit the spread of this virus is important. I think that when you are self-isolating, when you are um, having to give up your normal routines, finding other things you can do to cope with stress is important. So, that might be things like if normally you're someone who deals with stress by activity, finding activities, physical activities, exercises you can do on your own in your home. Um, it might involve things like um, reading and invo getting involved in creative things that you enjoy. Um, things that help you to feel calm and maybe things that distract you, take you away from um, being caught up in the 24-hour news cycle and the constant messaging. Setting limits on how much um, you're exposing yourself to things that are making you anxious. One of the best things we know to be true is connection is very important during stressful times. So given that we're being asked to social distance and some are needing to self-isolate, what do you suggest Albertans can do to make sure they're still connecting with others and how important is this for our mental health? It was very important that we stay connected to our support networks, um, the people we love, the people we care for, the people we're worried about. We want to check in. We don't want to um, cut off communication. And so if you can't be in physical contact with somebody, reaching out over technology, phone calls, uh, email, social media, um, ways of checking in on others, and also just maintaining uh, normal conversation. If there's people that you would see day to day, check in with them, see how they're doing. Uh, maintain that sense of community and connectedness um, in virtual ways if you can't do it in person. What other suggestions might you have on what people can do for their self-care? Well, I think one of the really important things is as routines change, we have to think about what do new routines look like? Um, what are the things that, uh, as we have to give them up, we can put in place other activities that we would enjoy instead? Um, this is the, the time where you know, we might want to take on uh, certain projects, activities, you know, reading books, um, writing, um, getting physically active. These are the sorts of stress management um, coping strategies that are important to maintain. Um, if there are things that in the past have been very valuable for you when you've been dealing with stress, those are the sorts of things that are going to be valuable for you now. That, that hasn't changed. If you're the sort of person that um, has always found something to be very relaxing, those are the sorts of things that you want to engage in to minimize your distress. And understanding that no matter what you do, this is a change. This is a, a, a change in your routines. It's a change. It's a new normal, as people are saying. And so coping with that will be different. So expect that you will experience a certain degree of stress, and that's okay. That's not abnormal. And if people need more help coping, what can they do? So I still encourage everyone to reach out to their, their family, friends, loved ones, uh, to talk about how they're feeling for support. Um, but if that's not enough, if you're feeling depressed or anxious, 
Um, there's information on uh, the Alberta Health Services website on self-care and where services can be accessed. If it's an emergency situation, if people are in crisis or um, there's concerns about safety or suicidality, uh, crisis lines and, and 911 are the best place to reach out for immediate help. I guess the only other thing that might be worth saying, it's important that if we're taking care of other people, we're also attending to our own self-care. Um, if you're overwhelmed, if you're distressed, if you're not able to take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take care of the people that you love and those around you. So we have to attend to our own self-care at this time as well as the people that are around us. Thanks, Dr. Mitchell. You've been listening to Alberta Health Services' COVID-19 podcast. For the most up-to-date information about coronavirus, please visit alberta.ca forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening.